I'm a student here boarding at Wong of the Caps. We would like to acknowledge and pay respects to the traditional custodians of the land on which this podcast is recorded. We acknowledge their continuing cultural and spiritual connection to the land, waters, community. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. All right, we're here today with the principal of Wong of the Caps, Brendan Franzoni. And I'm Rhonda Oliver from Curtin University, and we're just going to have a little bit of a yarn about our current research project and some of the other stuff that we've done. But actually, I'd like to start with Brennan talking a little bit about how he came to be at Wongatha. Sure. Thanks, Rhonda. Look, my time at Wongatha in the very beginning started back in 1997, believe it or not, and I ended up coming here after applying for a job in the Northern Territory and I was waiting for the Northern Territory to give me my posting and on the same day I was waiting for that phone call, I had a phone call from this place, Wongatha, with one of the uh, receptionists and her name is Gay Graham, Uncle Harry's niece and Auntie Pauline's niece and she rang up and said, hey, um, you know, I've got your name and number from a couple of months ago, are you interested in a job out here? And just the timing was impeccable and I thought, okay, must be meant to be. So basically I went through a process of applying to come over here and um, my wife was particularly interested when she saw the Rex Hunt show on TV with Esperance being displayed with amazing fishing and, and she loves that. So that got her over. And for me it was, um, you know, just had a real desire to work with Aboriginal people. And, you, and you're here and you've been here for quite some time Mm-mm. and as a teacher and now the principal. Yeah, so I haven't been always um, connected and working at Wongatha for that, that whole time. So I did spend a little bit of time up in Perth and work for the Association of Independent Schools with a literacy program and project that was working in other Aboriginal independent community schools. And I came across a lady called Kate Mullen. Um, actually, it was... In my early days of teaching, I met Kate and she supported me greatly and helped me a lot um, with being a new teacher and, you know, how do I teach, you know, in this context. And she did a research project under you, Rhonda. Yeah. Michael Jordan, literacy teacher. Teacher, yeah. As a thesis, as as we know. And, um, And when I went up to Perth, she was basically a mentor to me in, in my role there and, and um, you know, it was through that relationship that I came to know you and your work and, and eventually um, started the relationship with you working here. Yeah, with well, that was a funny thing too. So Kate was my uh, master's student and, and, as you said, did a fantastic project down here with you. And, of course, you and I share the common passion of basketball. We do. Uh, Kate wasn't a basketballer, but Michael Jordan, literacy teacher, was certainly a wonderful thesis that she did. And she was always on at me during her time as a student saying, you've got to come to Wongatha, you've got to come to Wongatha. And, you know, as we know, tragically she was killed in a car accident and 
um, a year or so later, I had this idea for a project to extend some of my research in and and went to the independent association, um, AISWA, and said, look, I've got this idea. Where, where could I possibly go? And they said, you know, you really should go to Wongatha. Mm. And I thought, well, there you go. Kate, yeah. Kate's finally getting me to Wongatha. And, and down I came and that was towards the end of 2009 and we began our first project together looking at, at language and we worked together on that and um, looking in particular at the needs of students and what might be done to prepare them for life, which led us on to our current project, which was an idea that you and the previous principal, Shane, had about following up past students. Mm. So that's what we've been doing down here and maybe you'd like to talk a little bit about how we've been working in, in your school during the, this current project. Sure. Uh, I'd also like to mention um, with the previous um, and initial project mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, that still is used, you know, here at Wongatha and, the teachers um, use the resource. Um, I still use the resource because I, I still teach a little bit in the school, even with the principal role, and particularly with um, a subject which we call work readiness. And it's basically preparing students for the workplace and doing things like how to prepare for an interview, how do you go for a job. Um, we talk about the employability skills, such as using initiative and all that sort of stuff, and, and that's great. But communication is a massive part, as we know, um, and one of the employability skills, you know, having good communication. So the work language program that we, that you led and, um, and helped us with and the resource that um, you developed for us um, and with us in that time is, is still very much um, used. And, um, and as is the, the subsequent program, you know, with um, Sam Vanderford when she was involved with um, developing a, a tool book, uh, a, a workbook for students and staff, uh, again, in, in that space of um, knowing how to code switch or translanguaging, as they call it now. I know this particularly uh, really coming uh, with a whole school approach of, um, number one, recognising and celebrating language and culture, you know, very very important, and I think we do that a lot better now as a result of the projects that you're. And I think started. the strength of that's the strength of Wongatha is recognizing where the kids come from and understanding home language, and that it is really important to be strong in your home language and your culture. And having an elder on on campus for so long, in Uncle Harry, who who really celebrates the cultural background of the students. It's it's not something that's an additional add on in the curriculum. It's mm. front and centre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I- right. And and doing things like you know at the start of every year, doing language trees and representing where students are from and their, their communities and just having that sense of pride and our identity is so important and you know we, we love doing that absolutely and you walk into this school and and um you know my colleague Tatiana comes more regularly than I do but you know coming into the school there's not one kid that has shame when I say hey where are you from I, I know where the current kids are from because everybody's willing to tell me and share who, where they're from, who's their mob, yeah, and, and it's that pride I I find really reassuring coming to a school like Wongatha that that people are celebrating their connections. Mm. 
And of course, basketball. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> exactly. And I think having the the confidence and and the practice on uh, for for our students to understand when they go to one context they know how to switch and speak in a different way than than another context which we all do to some extent and that that's really um you know been something that's been a real growth point i think for us over the last number of years and it's not just the students or the young people at the school it's been the staff recognizing that it's not just the skills like not just knowing how to change a tire or you know how to to replace the spark plugs it's actually being able to follow the language skills around that but also and it was one of your previous staff members who wasn't quite sure about what I was on about with language and workplace but you know that one of the kids went out to do his um workplace learning and he picked him up in the afternoon and the boss said, hey, is fantastic, bring me more like that. And this teacher said, oh, I know, I taught him everything. And the boss was like, you know, I'm not worried about the skills. It's being able to say, g'day, how you going, talk about the footy on the weekend, be able to have a joke in, you know, at Smoko. It's those things that held the Wongatha students in good stead because, they were confident to do that because of the work that we've been doing yeah. together down here. Yeah. It's certainly one of the areas that we're pretty intentional in, in um, you know, building hope, building confidence and skill sets, again, in communication. And a number of the students will say that. Yeah. And it, and it really has made a difference. So that brings us to the current project mm. where we've had current students interviewing past students about their life experiences. Yeah. Yeah, fantastic. And we've, as you said, we've had a desire to, I guess, um, spend a bit of time in connecting with our past students and re-establishing connections and links that, um, you know, we can follow up basically a bit more, you know. Um, we, we can link now with um, current students that come in. We can say, hey, have a listen to this person. L- listen to their story. Listen to the challenges that they faced when they were here and how they overcame those challenges. You know, for example, like the cold, that's the common common theme. Um, you know, but particularly um, what happens when you persevere, when you stick it out and you see through to the end of the term, you see through to the end of the year or the next year and the development that each young person can can grow in. And so, you know, the pathways are really important. So particularly the students who who did do that, who went two to three years at Wongatha, sure they get um, certificates and they get a lot of skills as, as we've been talking about, but the biggest thing that we see is their growth in, in confidence Um you know, they, they will say they uh, they will speak up for themselves now. You know, they will um, not have shame when they when they meet people for the first time because we've practiced these things in classes. They've practiced in their their time at Wongatha when they're going into the work placements. Um, you know, they, they've across the school they've they've had those um, times when they've been talking about it, talking about it explicitly and looking at it together and then practising after the teachers maybe discussed and looked at modelling and all that sort of stuff. 
And I think that would, you know, for me reflecting back at my 13 years visiting Wongatha, you know, not only as a researcher but somebody like yourself who's passionate about Aboriginal education is to see the resilience and confidence of these students. When I first came, I remember saying hey to some of the students and they'd look at me and think, who is this old white woman and would get so much shame they'd walk away and it would take me multiple visits before they'd actually look at me and say hello Mm. and that's not the case now these kids will will say hello and tell me where they're from immediately and and it's sort of that resilience those storytelling that's come as part of this and you know Bori um, has certainly Bori um, Monty Pryor has had a big role in in not only our project but in your school. Absolutely, and and maybe you might want to talk a bit about him because he's been a big part, as I said, of this project, but of your school too. Yeah, look, we love Bory, and uh, you know, over the the course of maybe fifteen years now, um, Bory's been visiting. Um, you know, certainly uh, seen the. The impact of his work and what what he does, you know, he connects so well with the students. He tells his story so powerfully and and beautifully, really, uh, and also draws out the strength in our students and says, "Hey, you are." Um, and as we know, his current book, "The Story Doctors," you are someone who has something to give. You are valuable, um, not only in your community but for our nation, and um, and you are to be part of that healing, you know, because you in sharing your story, who you are, sharing your culture, um, you know that there's so much power in that, and you know, Bori's uh, done that every time he's come to Wongatha and helped with that building of confidence. Sharing, sharing their stories and um, yeah, integral, yeah. integral parts. So, and certainly that storytelling, bringing in stories from past students, and I and I guess that's where we could probably conclude our, our conversation. Is is that's a journey we'd like to continue, mm-hmm. looking at some of that resilience building, but through storytelling from current students talking to past students. Absolutely, and you know. There's certainly no end to this and, uh, you know, it's something we certainly want to see continue and we're very thankful, very appreciative of uh, where we've come and the work that you have done with us, Rhonda and team, and, yeah, we we look forward to to what's to come. Well, thank you. I know that we've enjoyed it and I think I've probably learned much more than I've ever given back so this is another situation where it's enriched my life and it's enriched my family's life as well and and of course my research team so thank you to Wongatha and it will always have a real special place in my heart thank you no. Your love reading.